you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. God's given me a word to bring to you. But we've got to prepare the atmosphere for the word to begin to take effect in our hearts. So I'm going to ask you just right where you are, just take a little step out. I'm going to give you one more chance tonight. And I think all over the room, we ought to begin to turn this place into a house of praise and of worship. Come on. Hear me tonight. God's got a work to do in here, but we've got to prepare the atmosphere for the Lord to begin to move in the house. So I want you right now to lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. Come on, let's sing it just one more time. You're a miracle worker. Somebody just begin to step out in the aisle. And I want you to begin to turn this place into a house of worship right now. Come on, from the front to the back, lift up your voice. Somebody lift up your hands. Come on, he's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. Come on now with your own words right now. I just want you to lift up your voice and somebody just give him praise out of the depths of your soul tonight. Somebody just give him praise in your own words right now. I love you, Jesus. I praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody just put your hands together and lift up your voice and love the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, let's put our hands together and just practice it again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I feel that the Lord's given me a word to bring to you tonight. Could you turn the monitors up just a little bit for me, Brother David? I hear an echo from up here. The Lord's given me a word to bring to you tonight. And it takes an atmosphere that's set, ground that's been plowed for the seed to be planted and to take effect. So I thank you for your worship tonight. I'm thankful that the presence of God is in this room. And I know that God is about to move in this house tonight. One more time, would you lift up your hands? And I want you to ask God to open up your heart, your mind, to receive the word of the Lord. Come on, somebody lift up your voice all over the house. 
Somebody lift up your voice all over the house and invite God to come into this room right now and open up the depths of your spirit and heart to receive a word from the Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, we release the gift of faith into this house right now. Lord, we release power and demonstration or expectancy into the room. We'll be quick to give you the praise and the glory and honor. And somebody said, in Jesus' name, Amen. Let's put our hands together as we're being seated and give the Lord a great shout of praise in the house. Scientists tell us that generalized anxiety disorder affects about 6.8 million people in the United States every year. Panic disorder affects about 6 million people every year. Social anxiety disorder affects over 15 million people every single year. There are 19.3 million people in our country that deal with phobias that overtake them upon contact. They tell us that every person under the sound of my voice tonight at some point will deal with the effects of fear. Obsessive compulsive disorder overwhelms 2.5 million people every year. Post-traumatic stress disorder comes to over 7.7 million people every year. It is said that of all of the people that face these so-called illnesses, that most people will also have a physical illness that will likewise overwhelm them. 31.9% of children under the age of 18 will be affected by fear and anxiety every single year. That's a lot of people. They tell us that the treatment options are therapy, pills, and many other things similar. Electronic therapy, where they hook you up and allow them to begin to move through your body, is another form of treatment. Can I tell you tonight that what the world and the church alike is dealing with is the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. The spirit of fear grips so many people every single day. But there's one specific attack that comes upon the majority of people. And what I want to preach to you about tonight is defeating the spirit of anxiety. Defeating the spirit of anxiety. Almost every person that's in this house tonight knows what it means to feel anxious. You, as I have been talking tonight, have already heard something that has probably affected you, your family, your children, or somebody that you are connected to. Anxiety gives you the sense that something will come to you, although it's something that has not happened yet. Can I tell you that the first, um, that the first 
thing that we must do to defeat the spirit of anxiety is identify who we are fighting. First Timothy says, God hath not given us the spirit of fear. I want to tell the church of the living God tonight that God did not give you the spirit of fear that you are fighting. What is coming against you even tonight is not from the Lord. But the word would say that God created you in the image of Christ. I'm tired of hearing people say it's just how I am. It's it's just the way that I process. I bind that in the name of Jesus Christ and I've come to tell you that you were created in the image of Christ. He has not given you the spirit of fear but of power. I want to tell you that what you're up against tonight is a spiritual attack. I'm coming to preach to the church tonight that you've got to see for yourself just what you're up against. The problem is not people. And the problem is not your spouse. And the problem is not your job. We wrestle not against flesh and blood but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and the wickedness of this world. I've come to remind you tonight that there is an attack on you and it's coming straight from the pit of hell. But I've come to tell you that when you identify who you're fighting you're one step in the right direction to seeing the spirit of fear and anxiety leave off of your I wonder if there's anybody in the room that would lift up your voice and begin to proclaim, I've been given the spirit of power. I've been given the spirit of peace. I've been given the spirit of a sound mind. I'm coming tonight to tell you uh, that once you understand who you are fighting, uh, that you must understand uh, what you're fighting over. Uh, This fight is not just to make you angry. uh, And this fight is not just so the devil can say he did it. uh, But the word of the Lord says uh, in John chapter 10 uh, that the enemy has come uh, to steal and to kill and destroy. He's come to steal the power that God has given you. He's come to kill the faith that God has put within you. And he's come to destroy the promise of peace and favor over your family. The word said that the devil walks about seeking whom he may devour. You must understand the tactics of your enemy. He is coming to devour that which God has given you. He's coming to take away the thing that that, that God has put in your hand. But I'm coming to tell you tonight that when you begin to see it, you begin to understand what's going on. For it was Jesus that was taken up. As the enemy said, if you would but bow down and praise me, I'll give you everything that you desire. I want you to understand tonight that you must recognize that 
the enemy is after everything that belongs to the Lord. He wants your praise because praise belongs to God. He wants your peace because peace belongs to God. He wants your family because your family belongs to God. That's why he said, I will ascend and put my throne above the stars of heaven. I will make myself like the most high God. Everything that Jesus has, the enemy desires. But when he came to Jesus and said, if you will but bow, he said, it is written that thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. When you decide what you're willing to bow to, it's the beginning of a great work that God will begin to do in your life. For I've come to tell you, eight verses after, it says that from that time that Jesus began to preach, if he would have bowed, his ministry would not have began. Because what the enemy is after is the anointing that God has put upon you. And if he can stop you here, he'll keep you from getting there. Young people, I'm coming to tell you tonight, uh, don't bow to the vices of the enemy. Uh, He's after your calling. Uh, Saint of God, I'm come to preach to you tonight. Uh, Don't give in. Uh, He's after your destiny. Uh, He's after your anointing. He's after everything that you've got. Uh, I'm coming to tell you tonight uh, that once you identify who you're fighting uh, and what you're fighting over, uh, you've got to study the tactics of your enemy. Uh, Luke chapter 12 and 5 uh, commands us, speaking of Jesus, uh, to fear him which hath all power. Uh, You must understand tonight uh, that the Bible also says that the fear of God uh, is the beginning of all wisdom. The desire of God uh, is for you to fear him uh, and not fear anybody else. Uh, Fear empowers your enemy. Uh, You empower what you become afraid of. Uh, If you're afraid of cancer, you empower cancer. Uh, If you're afraid of of somebody, uh, you empower that person because what fear is, uh, is it praises what you're afraid of. I want you to hear me right now. That's why when David came out, he looked at Goliath and said, Thou come at me with a sword and a spear, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. When everybody around David began to be afraid, David understood that who he feared was who would be empowered. So the fear of the Lord could deliver David out of the hand of the giant. I'm coming to tell the person that as long as you live in the spirit of fear, you are empowering your enemy uh, to have rule and reign over you. You must understand tonight uh, that if you were to describe your enemy in one single word, that that word would be hopelessness. If you were to feel the very essence of Satan walking among you tonight, uh, you would feel Hopelessness, for hopelessness is a false promise that tells you that this is the end of the road. The story is over from this moment. Hopelessness tells you there is no way out. Hopelessness tells you there is no way over. Hopelessness tells you that this is it and it's over. 
And that's why the devil used this hopelessness uh, to strike fear into the mind of every believer. Uh, because as fear begins to enter into the mind, we call it anxiety. Anxiety is the belief that he has more power than God has. Anxiety is the belief that God is not able to do what he said he would do. For anxiety gives hell a creative power in your mind. Just as the Lord spoke into the nothingness and created, thus anxiety is the devil speaking into your mind, uh, creating imaginations uh, that should have never been there. Uh, that's why it said that we tear down all imaginations uh, and everything that exalteth itself against the knowledge of Christ uh, because anxiety uh, is the belief in something that does not exist. I'm going to say that one more time because only half of you really believe that tonight. Anxiety is the, is the belief in the faith in something that does not exist. And I'm coming to expose it tonight because for too long we've had more faith in the enemy than the God of our people. We've had more faith in hell's destructive power than God's creative power to speak the word and to bring us out. But I'm coming to tell you tonight that you've got to expose the tactics of hell and study what he's using to try to bind you up. I'm going to give you a great example. Last week was a week from hell. I'm just telling you, some people enjoy conference. I don't. It's amazing what anxiety does. Anxiety causes you to show up and all of a sudden you begin to feel things that you've never felt, dealt with things that you've never dealt with in your life. That's what anxiety does. As a matter of fact, on Wednesday I spoke to a friend. He said, how are you? I said, terrible. I know that sounded like some of y'all. <laughs> how are you? I said, terrible. He said, why? I said, my God, man. I said, I'm sitting in the sanctuary and it's everything's attacking my mind and it's attacking the way I feel and it's attacking the way I talk and it's a, everything that could be going on. Man, I feel such anxiety coming over me. And the man said, oh, I didn't know you dealt with anxiety. I said, that's the thing about it. I don't. He said, well, well, then what's going on? I said, I have no idea, but I've got so much anxiety that I just don't know what to do. You see, that's what anxiety does is it causes you to have to live out a fight that does not belong to you. Anxiety causes you to begin to take on the identity of things that God never intended for you to carry. That's why the word said he'll not put more on you than you can handle. Anxiety says it's too much, it's too heavy, it's too strong. You're right because God never intended for you to carry what you're carrying. Do you hear me tonight somebody? I told them, I said, I don't even know why I'm feeling this way. I talked to a prophet of God. I said, man, I, I, I just don't understand why I'm feeling this. And he said, no. He said, this does not belong to you. He said, since I've been on the phone, you said the way that I feel. My thoughts. My anxiety. My worry. My, my, my. So the problem is, Gentry, is that it never belonged to you to begin with. And the Lord began to open up my mind to begin to comprehend exactly what was happening. You see, because the devil will put thoughts of anxiety in your brain to try to keep you from seeing the place that he is taking you to. You see, thoughts of anxiety come simply to try to deter you from getting to the place that God is trying to take you to. Somebody said, well, it's just the way I think. No, it's not. 
well, it's just the way that I was brought up and it's just how I am. No, well, 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 it's just the way I operate. No, it's not the way you operate. You were created in the image of God and the desire of God is not for you to live with the weight of anxiety upon you. But I'm coming to tell you tonight that God is about to lift the spirit of anxiety off of every person in the room. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Off of every person in the room that's carrying it. But before he lifts it, you've got to know who you're fighting, what you're fighting over, and what his tactics are. And you've got to identify his tactics to understand this. It's not you. It's him. It's what somebody says. Well, this is, this is just the way I am. It's, 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 how, how many people in here you've ever dealt with anxiety? should be just about every person in the room. The devil wants nothing more than for you to put upon yourself the identity of things that do not belong to you. But rather, I come to proclaim to you tonight that you are who the Lord says you are. You are victorious in battle. You are mighty in battle. You were endued with power after that the Holy Ghost fell upon you. You are more than a conqueror. You are the head and not the tail. I'm coming to tell you tonight that you must comprehend why he's coming against you what's happening, what he's using, and identify it for what it really is. It's not the way you are. It's the spirit of fear. It's not the way that you were designed. It's the spirit of anxiety that's coming against you. It's not just simply the people that you are connected to, but rather it is the spirit that is coming against you. And sometimes you've got to call it out for what it really is because until you identify it, what anxiety does is it begins to stay hidden among everything else that's going on in your life. And all of a sudden something happens. And it's anxiety and you can't figure out where it came from. And somebody says something and boom, it's the spirit of fear. And you've never even dealt with the spirit of fear so you can't figure out. And where's it coming from when the entire time it's been hidden right beside you? You see, that's what anxiety is. But after you identify the tactics of the enemy, now you've got to formulate a battle plan. Someone shout, formulate a battle plan. Ephesians chapter number 6 and verse number 10, here's what it says. Finally, my, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, the um, darkness and the uh, wickedness of this earth. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor uh, that you may be able to withstand the evil day, uh, having done all to stand. Uh, stand therefore, having your loins uh, girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness. And then it goes on to say this. It says, in your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Somebody shout peace. The breastplate of righteousness. It's right living. It's understanding that you've given everything you have to follow God. The breastplate says that I'm not giving the enemy a spot to attack me. Because when he comes against me, when he tempts me, my Righteousness comes against him. And then it says this, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. What is the gospel of peace? You must understand. It's the feet 
that are covered with peace to understand that no matter what the journey that God has you covered uh, no matter where you go you're walking in peace in the demonstration of a holy God you are walking every day in peace when you walk to the doctor you're walking in peace when you go to your school peace when you go to your job it's peace that passes all understanding and then it says above all taking up the shield of faith, taking up the shield of faith uh, that you may withstand the fiery darts of the enemy. Uh, and then it says this, and take up the helmet uh, of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, uh, which is the Word of God. Uh, you must recognize it for what it is. It is the shield of faith uh, because where we have faith, uh, fear does not exist does not exist. It is the helmet of salvation because when you recognize that he loves you as much as he does, perfect love casts out fear. It is the sword of the spirit which the word was saying is sharper than any two-edged sword and greater than the weapons of the gates of hell. And then verse 19, and for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly uh, because the final weapon that God has put within you uh, is the ability to speak and prophesy uh, and see it come to pass uh, for the tongue uh, has life and death dwelling within it. Uh, I'm coming to tell you tonight uh, that you've got to formulate your plan of battle uh, to begin to come against the spirits of fear and anxiety uh, that are coming against your family. But I've come to tell you tonight, uh, everything I've brought to you, you've heard. But there's one thing that the Lord begins to speak that he began to speak to me uh, that you must do after everything else is prepared. Uh, you've got to go to war uh, against what is attacking you. Uh, it's not enough to be a hearer, uh, but you've got to be a doer. Uh, the helmet and the shield uh, have already protected you, uh, but there's something about the sword uh, of the Spirit. I need you to understand uh, that the sword is useless uh, unless you begin to pick it up uh, and put it into action. Uh, somebody said, I don't know uh, how I can overcome this. Uh, the sword of the Spirit, uh, which is the Word of God. Uh, I'm coming to tell you uh, that it wasn't until they prayed uh, that the place was shaken. Uh, somebody needs to get a sword out tonight uh, and begin to say, I am going to fight uh, the spirit of fear in this going to fight uh, the spirit of fear and anxiety uh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they are mighty I'm coming tonight to tell you, and I promise I'm almost done, but I'm coming tonight to tell you that there are too many people who seek out other means of treatment uh, because while they say that pills will fix it uh, and these different kind of doctoral treatments will do it, I'm coming to tell you uh, that the only way to get rid of the spirit of fear uh, is to put on the helmet of salvation uh, and to pick up the sword of the spirit uh, and to put into use what God has given you. 
That's why David could write, plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take a hold of the shield and the buckler. Stand up for mine help. Draw out also the sword and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. David begins to write a psalm which was a prayer unto the Lord for deliverance. I'm coming to tell you tonight that we have forgotten the power of a prayerful believer of Christ. But when you begin to pray and you begin to pick up the sword of the Spirit, there's something that begins to happen that the devil cannot withstand. For it is written that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church of the living God. I'm coming to prophesy to you tonight that even as I have been preaching that some people that have dealt with fear and anxiety, uh, that you've talked yourself out of breakthrough and healing. Uh, but I felt a witness of the Spirit as I prayed earlier uh, to say that the angels of the Lord have been sent into this house uh, to begin to deliver you and break your chains uh, and set you free tonight. Uh, I'm coming to tell you uh, that you don't have to live here any longer. I was praying Friday as the Lord began to speak to me. I shut my eyes and the Lord began to show me a vision of chariots of fire going through the sky and angels with swords in their hands as they begin to go into every city and I watched them. I watched one as it came up I-65 and came into Frankfurt and it swooped down into the city of Frankfurt and he begins to swing the sword and I said, God, what are you trying to do right now? He said, it's the sword of the Spirit that's going to be had in your city and I'm going to begin to deliver every bound person. I'm going to heal all of the broken. I'm going to put back together. I wish somebody believed it tonight. I watched as the angels came into the city as they begin to fight and to begin to push back uh, against every weapon that the devil has brought against us. And I said, God, why are you doing it in this way? Uh, and the Lord spoke to me. He said, your programs are wonderful. And everything that you're trying to do are great, and I'm not against them. Uh, but unless somebody picks up the helmet of salvation uh, and picks up my word, which is the sword, uh, he said, they'll always fight the way that they're fighting. Uh, I'm coming to declare to you, and I'm not against your treatment uh, but what I'm coming to declare to you tonight uh, is that what you need to do is turn your face back to the word of God uh, and you need to remember that you've got on the helmet uh, of salvation you got on the helmet of salvation and you've got the shield of faith uh, which comes against the spirit of fear and you've got the sword of the spirit to defeat every every battle against the enemy. But I've come to tell you tonight, I've come to tell you on this Sunday night that I recognize that people are tired and I recognize that the hour is late. But I'm coming to tell you that even as we've been in this room, as I came downstairs from the office, I began to look throughout the crowd 
And the Lord began to speak to me, and I said, God, how are you going to do this? You just gave me this message two hours ago, and I really don't have a lot to bring to them. Tell me what's going to happen. And I began to look all throughout the crowd, and I watched people as they wouldn't worship the Lord. I watched singers sing. I watched musicians play. I watched people stand. But I said, God, tell me what's happening right now. He said, it's the spirit of fear that locks up your worship. It's the spirit of fear that locks up your progress. It's the spirit of fear that locks up the anointing. It's the spirit of fear that comes against the revival. Because someone said, I don't know if I can do it. You hear me, you are more than a conqueror. God has given you everything you need to break the spirit of fear off of you. I'm coming to prophesy to you tonight that the renewal of your mind is in this room. You can be set free if you want to. You can be delivered if you want to. Uh, you can be whole. Somebody stand to your feet and lift up your hands. I bind every lying spirit that's trying to help that's trying to hold you captive. I cast out every spirit of fear off of your mind right now. I release faith upon you tonight to walk in the promise of the Lord. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, my people, why hast thou been afraid? Am I not a man of my word? Will I not perform what I have promised? You have forgotten my word and my promise that I have brought unto you. But tonight I've sent my servant to remind you that I will not leave you where you are. For the spirit of fear which has held you captive will I release from off of you tonight, saith the Lord. I will bring you into new territory. With my helmet, I will remind you of my love. With my shield, I will protect you against the attack that you face tonight. And with my sword, will you fight the enemy. And I will bring you into new territory such as you have never dwelled in before. I will establish my temple in the presence of my people. I will take back that which the enemy has taken from you. I will restore unto you everything that you have lost, saith the Lord. For tonight I send forth my angels into your city with a flaming sword of fire to defeat every attack of the enemy. For thus I say unto you tonight, be released and set free. For my angels are in the room and my spirit has set you free tonight. Come on, we need to move right now. I wish everybody would come out of your seat with your hands lifted. Uh,
Come on, we're almost there. Somebody lift up your voice right now. Somebody lift up your voice right now. Come on, for too long, fear and anxiety has stopped you from doing the thing that God has called you to do. For too long, fear and anxiety have stopped you from preaching the word. It stopped you from all night prayer meetings. It stopped you from digging deeper than you ever have. Come on, the enemy's after your future, but tonight it's breaking. Tonight it's breaking. Come on, if you're in the room and you're dealing with fear and anxiety, I want you to lift up a hand. You've been dealing with fear and anxiety. Whatever the situation might be, I want you to lift that hand up real high. If somebody is beside you with a hand up, I want you to lay your hands on them. There's one, two, three, four, five all over the house right now. If somebody has a hand up, I want you to pray with them. I want to speak a word of faith as we begin to lift up our voices all over the house. God's going to break the chain of bondage. For by the authority of the word of God, by the power that's in the name of Jesus. Lord, we stand on every promise of your word that your perfect love will cast out fear. We break every chain of bondage tonight. We cast down fear and we put on faith. We speak the fulfillment of promise. We speak the fulfillment of calling. We speak the fulfillment of anointing. Be set free in the name of Jesus. Somebody lift up your voice. Somebody lift up your voice. Come on, it's a still small voice that's speaking to you right now. But there's a breaking happening. I bind the spirit of fear. I cast out the spirit of anxiety. Be delivered. Be delivered. Don't be afraid where the money's coming from. Don't be afraid where the provision's coming from. Don't be afraid how he's going to do it through you. For you are his chosen vessel for this hour, for this time. Come on, I want you to see the love of Jesus. I want every hand lifted right now. I want you to throw your head back and open up your mouth and begin to let the words pour out of your spirit. Begin to prophesy it and claim it. Begin to declare it tonight. Come on, there's an angel moving through the altar right now. There's an angel moving through the altar. Somebody needs to reach out and grab a hold of it tonight. God's come in this place to tear down every wall, to tear down every chain, to set you free, to renew your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind.
In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, I want you now to begin to speak the thing that God's called you to do, uh, but you've been too afraid to do it. Uh, I want you to begin to speak out the miracle that God promised you, uh, but you've been too afraid that it wouldn't come to pass. Uh, somebody begin to prophesy in this place. Uh, somebody begin to prophesy in this house tonight. You were created in his image. You were created in his image. I release the spirit of joy upon you. I release the spirit of peace upon you. I release faith upon you. Let miracles, signs, and wonders flow in this sanctuary. Come on, I want every man and woman, boy and girl that's in this room right now that would recognize that you have a call that's beyond what you can do. I want you to come line up across the front right now. Every man and woman, boy and girl that's in this room tonight uh, and God has given you a call. Maybe it's to preach. Maybe it's to teach Bible studies. Whatever that is, I want you to come and line up across here tonight. God's given you a call that you have not seen come to pass. Come and line up right here. Has God given you a call to preach? Go line up. Has God given you a call to preach? Has he given you a call to preach? Has he given you all a call to preach? Anybody? No? Okay. I want you to come line up right here across the front. Let's get real close. Let me tell you what I feel God doing right now. Every fear that's caused us not to do what God has commanded us to do. God's breaking off of us tonight. And I want you to understand that the reason that God is doing this is so that we might walk in the fulfillment of the promise that he has given us. I need you to understand the severity of it tonight. There's a revival, a field that's white and ready, and it's waiting. And as long as we are bound up dealing with the spirit of fear and anxiety, you will never see come to pass what God has intended for you to see. If God has called you to start a church, if God has called you to preach the word, if God has called you to teach Bible, whatever it is that God has called you to do tonight, when the spirit of fear is released off of you, you're now at the point that God can begin to use you in the gift of faith. The spirit of fear and the gift of faith can't coexist together. 
But if you want to operate in faith tonight, you've got to allow the spirit of fear, this anxiety, the voice in the back of you, you've got to allow it to leave tonight. And I see it leaving in the Holy Ghost. But now comes the point that I need everybody that is called, someone that is called in this room tonight, the people that are lined up across the front, I want you to lift up your hands right now as you begin to lift up your voice. And I want you to begin to speak with authority right now of the thing that God has called you to do. I want you to begin to prophesy it right now. Come on, somebody needs to let it out of your mouth right now. Somebody needs to begin to prophesy it into this room. You've been released and delivered of everything that's come against you. But now you've got to step into the anointing. Tonight you've got to step into the call that God has placed on your life. Somebody lift up your voice. God, I release right now every Sunday school teacher Everyone that is called, Lord, to work with children. God, that you would anoint them and that you would use them, God. Lord, give them courage to step out. Lord, those that are called to teach Bible studies. Lord, that you would give them the words to say. God, that you would remove fear, Lord, that they wouldn't know what to say, God. Lord, but that you would anoint them and that you would use them, God. I pray for each one that has a call, Lord, to be soul winners, God. Lord, that that they would walk boldly, God, into their schools, into their place of work, God. Lord, that they would not be afraid, God. Lord, that you would remove every inhibition, Lord. God, give them courage, God, to do the thing that you have called them to do. For each one that is called to preach the gospel, give them, Lord, the words to say, God. Lord, that you would elevate and do season, God. Lord, that you would give them every opportunity, Lord, to share the news, God. Lord, that you love people, God. Lord, that you want to fill them with the Holy Ghost. God, each one, Lord, that is called to be a harvester, God. Lord, that you would let them see, God, the harvest field that is before them, Lord. Let them walk in boldness. Lord, that you would take fear out of the way, Lord, but that they would know, God, that they are called. Let them walk in the confidence in which they are called. Let me take just just a moment. We're not done praying, but I want to take just a moment. And I want to speak something to you tonight that I felt the Lord quicken into my spirit as Gentry was preaching tonight. This is the word of the Lord. You cannot doubt 
what God has spoken. But we do. We should never doubt what God has spoken. And the reason that we doubt what God has spoken is because we allow imaginations to enter our mind. Now, I'm not going to re-preach what Gentry has preached, but I just want to share this with you, and then we're going to pray one more time tonight. When the Lord has spoken something into our spirits, when He's put something into our heart, and we know that it is of God, then what happens is we get around people, we get around life. How many of you know life happens? And here's, here's what I've learned. The greatest battle that you and I will ever fight is not the battle against other people. As a matter of fact, we blame all sorts of things, particularly other people, for our personal struggles. And the issue is the greatest battle that you and I will ever fight is the battle that we fight in our own mind. The battle between your ears, it will always be greater than the battle that you fight with your spouse, with your enemy, with your neighbor. It is the battle that is between your ears. It is in your mind. Now, I want to give you scripture for how the Bible says that we are to deal with imaginations. Everybody say imaginations. You know what an imagination is? It is a figma in your mind that doesn't actually exist. It is a thought in your mind that is not real. I want you to say this with me. It's a thought and it is not real. It is an imagination. Now here's what I want to share with you. The Apostle Paul says this in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 5. Casting down, I want you to repeat it now, casting down imaginations. What do you do with imaginations? Casting down imaginations and watch. And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. Let me ask you this. Did God know what he was talking about when he spoke whatever he spoke into your life? Did God know what he's talking about? Did, was the knowledge of Christ right? But now some high thought, some high thing has created imagination in your mind and said it is greater than what God has already spoken into your life. So you only have one option, and it is to cast down every imagination, every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and here's what it said, and bringing into captivity every thought Every thought to the obedience of Christ. 
Here's what I want you to do every time you start feeling anxiety. I want you to start see, I want you to stop where you are and I want you to pull this. If you don't have this highlighted in your Bible, if you don't have this on a quick draw in your phone, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, if you deal with anxiety, you need to put it right there in front of you and you need to pull it out and you need to read it and you need until you can commit it to, um, to, to your memory. I'm casting down this imagination because this is not real. This is what the enemy has put in my mind. This is a thought against the knowledge of God. I am bringing it down and bringing it into captivity. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. You see what that just did? It made full circle and brought you right back to the point of saying, I put God's word over whatever I am sensing and feeling. Whatever that my imagination is putting in my spirit, I'm casting it down. I'm casting it down. Now, we're going to go back to war in prayer right now. I want you to right now declare in the name of the Lord every thought that catches me at night before I go to sleep. Every thought that I wake up with in the morning, I am casting it down. Declare it. It's under my feet. I'm putting it under my feet. I'm bringing down. I'm bringing every thought into the captivity. I'm bringing every high thought into captivity to the knowledge of Christ. God's word will rule my life. God's calling will rule my life. What God has spoken will be at the forefront of my life. I bring every evil thought, every negative thought. Uh, every, every imagination, I bring it down right now into the knowledge of Christ, uh, to the obedience of Christ. Uh, I declare it right now. I will walk in faith. Uh, I will walk in victory. I will not live with anxiety, but I bring it down uh, and I put it under my feet. Uh, I walk over anxiety. I walk over fear. I walk over doubt. Uh, I walk over frustration. I am enough saith the Lord 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 and I bring it into captivity I am who he says I am I am not what my mind tries to say that I am I am who God says I am in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name come on now why don't you give God praise right now Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, put worry under your feet right now. Put worry under your feet right now. Walk out of here without worry. Walk out of here without fear. You're not going to lose your mind. God is with you. Come on, call on the name of the Lord right now. Call on the name of the Lord right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice. I think we have some children in the sound booth. Come on, lift up the name of the Lord right now. Lift up the name of the Lord right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 Name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You have heard a word from the Lord tonight. Would you thank Brother Gentry for preaching to us? Come on, give God praise for what you've heard tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Let's walk out of here.